The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Merry Christmas, everybody, one and all. It is December, uh, officially. It's the first Movie Zone in December of 2020. It's almost over. What do you mean? 2020 is almost over. I, you know what? Let's start right there. So? So? Why do people think there's some magical, mysterious, oh, as soon as January 1, 2021 rolls around, it'll all be okay? It's called hope, Austin. It's called false hope. No, it's hope. You need to wear your damn mask and wash your damn hands. I do. That's all you need to damn do. I do, damn. Damn. Uh, well, we've just uh, gone from G to PG. That's all right. Yeah, but we're okay. He's Johnny Lightfoot. Uh, he usually operates in R rating. Mm. And I'm Austin Horton. I usually operate. Well, we'll leave that. It'll be. The producer has to have his hand on the dump button whenever I'm on mic. And since we have no producer. Right. That's we you. Just, we're just free and clear to do whatever we want. It's kind of fun. <laughs> It's kind of like toeing the edge there a little bit. We have seven new movies hitting theaters this week to talk about. We have some news and rumors out of Hollywood. We've got a From the Archives that'll be really fun. Johnny's got a This Week in Music History lesson for us. Yes, sir. But we start each and every week off the same way. We have a weekend movie showdown on Twitter. Hmm. And someone was a little tardy getting that up there. Hey, it came on Monday morning. I thought you had just plain forgotten about it. Afternoon. And you had. Maybe. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. I was yes, working you did. I was working on some audio for people that work at the station. So just mind your own bizwax. But that has nothing to do with <laughs> the movies. And no, and I got sidetracked. It says I did not forget. I just got <laughs> sidetracked. But you got it up there on Monday and we uh, are sticking with the Christmas theme, especially since now we're in December. Oh yeah. And you uh, we put up a couple of movies we own that are from similar genre and uh, we let you choose on Twitter. <laughs> Which of them is a better movie? What were the choices this week, sir? So this year, this year, this uh, this week, I went with the Vince Vaughn showdown. Okay, I went with Vince Vaughn, Fred Claus versus Four Christmases. Fred Claus, uh, Santa Claus's brother, played yes. by Paul Giamatti. Paul, who is that Santa? Yes, he's the worst Santa. In movie history. Yeah, I would agree with that. They should have got Kurt Russell, right? With and Christmas Chronicles. They literally should have got anybody. <laughs> they could have got I Arnold love Schwarzenegger. Paul, I love Paul Giamatti, but I don't like him as Santa Claus. Tell you that. He, he wasn't a good Santa. Nope. No. He and wasn't. Four Christmases with uh, Reese Witherspoon. I absolutely love this movie. Technically a Christmas movie? Oh, it's hands down a Christmas movie. What or are you talking about? a Thanksgiving movie. No. <laughs> no. This happens on Christmas Day. Uh, but when they're traveling, it's not Christmas Day. The, no, it's the day before. Yeah. <laughs> it's the day before. Then, then, uh, then. Why no, am I thinking no. they'd have a Thanksgiving in there No, no, no. Somewhere? Hold on. No, no, no. They try to go on Christmas morning. Uh-huh. They try to fly. All the flights are canceled. So then they have to go visit all the parents on Christmas Day. Why or where am I coming up with the Thanksgiving dinner? I don't know. God, I'll have to rewatch that. It's I a funny, know. funny movie. It's hilarious. And uh, it was an overwhelming victory for Four Christmases with 63% and Fred Claus at 37%. Wow. And I, I, I agree with everyone. Four That's Christmases, what I voted for. Yeah. Four Christmases is a movie that you don't have to watch just at Christmas time. You can watch it all year long and laugh. That's a, maybe that should be our poll question next week. What's that? 
what are some Christmas movies that you can watch all year long? Oh, that's a great one. Let's Maybe do that. Be next week's poll yeah, question. Yeah, that's a good one. But I love this because I don't know. I don't think you grew up in a uh, divorced family, right? I You're, did not. Yeah, I did. So it was it was kind of like that. It's like okay, let's go here. Okay, let's go there. And then whoever I was dating at that time, it was the same thing. So we'd visit all the families, and it was hilarious. They always never got along. You know what I mean? Okay. But then there was that one like two people that would make it work. You know what I mean? Like the mom and dad that would make it work out of all four. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, that was always a good time. But I I remember my Christmases were always driving around to everybody's house, celebrating Christmas with your dad, with your mom, with your significant other's mom, and then their dad, you know? And, yeah. and, and I love this movie because Vince Vaughn's family is so dysfunctional in this. It's so yes, awesome. It's- with... Um, with all the kids are named, you know, Orlando and Austin, and uh, I can't remember the other side. What's there. that supposed to mean? What do you mean? Well, is, is Austin a dysfunctional name? Uh, did I say that? Yes. You said his family is so dysfunctional with names like Orlando and Austin. Look, it's true. Uh, Robert <laughs> Duvall playing his father. No, Robert Duvall. Yeah. No, I was not, not referring to your name. Just all the kids and just how funny it is and just the way they like <laughs> wrestle and fight. And, and uh, yeah, it's just good stuff. Uh, it is. It's a wonderful, fun, funny, funny movie. It's great. Uh, but I did not grow up in a divorced family and still I feel that same way every holiday. Well, I'm sure you go to, to Whitney's uh, families, right? We go, we go, we have ours mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. Yep. Then we uh, go to one side of the families. Then we drive to the other side of the families. And before you know it, it's nighttime. Now, did you ever do the, okay, this year we're spending it with my family. Next year is with your family. Well, did you ever do that? It's interesting because we always trade off Thanksgivings. Okay. This year was supposed to be her family, but we just did a stay home. Yeah, so did we. So we'll kick their, her family will be back on the rotation next Thanksgiving. At Christmas time, my mom's birthday is Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. And so we, we've kind of divided it up that we spend Christmas Eve with my mom and okay. my, and my side of the family. Okay. Yeah. We spend Christmas day at Whitney's side of the family. Sure. After we do our own in the morning. Yeah. But then my family also has a, a nice dinner, uh, either in December or January every year where we exchange our gifts. Because so, we've so, all got, we've all, all but one of our kids in my family is married and has their own families. And so Christmas is just, we have to designate another oh yeah. day. Oh, yeah. So the older you get, the more you have to travel for Christmas. Let's just, <laughs> let's be honest. But I enjoyed Thanksgiving with, you know, not having to go anywhere or you do did? anything. You liked, you liked it? I wish it was that way every year. Well, all due respect to both mine and Whitney's family. I love every one of them. But I really liked having nothing to do and nowhere to go. It was an actual holiday for once. See, I, uh, this holiday for me, uh, Thanksgiving, was a little different. It, uh, I sat and worked all day long, right, Mix, mixing this audio for the Thorough Bailey Show, which we're oh. going to talk about here in a minute. Okay. But um, then it's like, oh, okay, I guess it's time to eat. Let's go eat. All right, that took, you know, 15 minutes. 15 minutes? It was quick, man. What'd you have, pizza? No. No, we did like... My, my girl did like everything, man. She likes... Oh, you just didn't help. I see. Oh, I That's helped. I would saying. come up and go, oh, that looks good. Can I trace that? <laughs> okay, cool. No, I actually did not help Gordon this year. Munson. I, I, I will. Uh, hey, unlike Gordon, you I will. You chew in my ear in the microphone, <laughs> and you don't help in the kitchen. You are Gordon Monson. I do it my way. You put money down on cars you don't need. That's, oh boy, that's the truth. You are Gordon Monson. That is the truth, right there. All right. Uh, before we get into the new movies, you mentioned it. Uh, the, tell us about the the Throw Bailey Christmas special. So this Monday, December seventh, on Tuwilla's website. We are doing a Thurl Bailey Christmas special where we are going to be performing 
Um, and we're going to be doing Christmas songs and some of Thurl Bailey's original songs. Now, back in the early 2000s, uh, Thurl Bailey did a Christmas record. It's terrific. It's amazing. Yeah. And we're going to be playing songs off of that record. Great. It's going to have a very urban, totally different take on the Christmas songs. Hmm. And I love it. I think it's it's fun. They were fun to play. And uh, we shot it down at uh, Rock Canyon Studios in Provo, which is a beautiful setting where they do a lot of TV and stuff. And, is that uh, part of BYU TV? No, but they do some stuff there. The, okay. the the Nathan Osmond works there a lot. Okay, yeah. And so we we did it out. We 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 shot it down there, and it's going to air by Tooele County uh, on their website this Monday. What's their website? Tooele something. Uh, of course, com. I was going to ask you something you don't you don't know the answer to, but uh, you can find that real quick. People can just search Tooele City. Yeah, it's just going to be on the Tooele City website. It's going to be a live stream and. Uh, it's going to be fun. I think there are people who are really going to enjoy it. Uh, I love Thurl Bailey's voice. He's amazing. If you do not know Thurl as a singer and only as a basketball player, you are missing out because yep. he is really good. And what pos- uh, positions, what instrument did you play? I played bass on this and the music director, so I was in charge of the band. Uh, you were the leader of the band? I was the leader of uh, the pack. Uh-huh. Remember that song? The leader of the pack? The leader of the pack. No? No, what is man. that? Man, oh, man. We got to talk about that one day. Is that from Jungle Book? No. <laughs> it's like a 50s song. Oh, okay. Think Grease, you know, your favorite movie. How, what, what number of, uh, how many members in this band? So we had, uh, we had piano, uh, drums and bass, guitar, and Thurl. So a five-member, five, five-piece band. Five-piece okay. band, yeah. And Thurl just sings. Sir, Thurl just sang on it, and it's, it's awesome. Is it just songs, or is there narration and story in between? There's or? no story, but uh, Thurl gave some history, you know, talked about certain songs. Um, like I said, we didn't throw all Christmas songs in. We th- did some throwbacks to stuff like Thurl remembered growing up as a child, you know, songs that meant a lot to him. Like, uh, I don't know if you've heard his version of Cats in the Cradle yeah, or not. It's yeah. awesome. We did that. We did uh, Georgia On My Mind from Ray Charles, which is Beautiful oh, he song. Would sing that beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like classic Thurl. Yeah. Georgia. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I wish I had his one. And then we did uh, a couple of his original songs as well. Um, we did the. He has a song for Kobe Bryant and Jerry Sloan, a tribute to them. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't ready for, to say goodbye. Yeah. I wasn't ready for goodbye. Sorry. And we performed that. And uh, then we did, you know, the typical Christmas stuff. You know, the Silent Nights, the Winter Wonderlands, Drummer Boy. Did he do a Christmas song? The Christmas song? Yeah. Chestnuts Roasting? Yes. Oh, we did good. that. Good. Yes, we did. And it, you've heard that version on his record. It's very, you know, it's it's it, it almost goes jazz. It's really cool. Well, check it out. December 7th, next Monday on Tooele City's website. What's the name of the special? I'm just calling it a Thorough Bailey Christmas a special. Thorough Bailey Christmas. Well, well it, it does have an official name. And uh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Holidays at Home with Thurl Bailey. There, Holidays at Home with Thurl Bailey. Love it. Uh, Speaking of Thurl Bailey and holiday specials, the Miller Group of Companies announced a terrific idea called Driven to Celebrate. Uh, It is uh, the Miller family and their group of companies involves free movies, music, and holiday memories for the whole family all month long here. In December, and one part of those, uh, one of those things is it involves a Thurl Bailey concert. We'll talk about in a moment. But the yep. whole idea here is to collect enough food to burst the borders and, and the walls at the Utah food banks. 
and at the the Catholic special uh, services. So you've got uh, the Driven to Celebrate Food and Toy Drive, also with Toys for Tots. That uh, is this week. Bring your donations of food or toys. Drop them off at any Larry H. Miller car dealership or any of the 14 Megaplex theaters here at Vivint Arena or at Smith's Ballpark. Yep. You've got uh, the eight free Christmas classics at Megaplex theaters. Free movies, eight of them, running all December long for you to go see, including The Grinch, White Christmas, A Christmas Story, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Elf, The Polar Express, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and It's a Wonderful Life. You can get a free voucher for that at DrivenToCelebrate.com. The Winter Wonderland here at Vivint Arena. You can drive down, walk through this big, beautiful archway they've made. The jazz note is decorated like a Christmas ornament. I noticed that. It looks really cool, actually. It's sparking a lot of rumor, and that's all it is. I haven't heard anything but a lot of rumor that perhaps a Christmas Day game could once again be ours at Vivint Arena. Maybe. We'll see. There was last year. Uh-huh. We'll see if we get that. We'll see. Of course, uh, there would be limited uh, seating. But Festival of Trees is running this week. Light Up December is running all month long. Uh, it, it, this is a downtown alliance that has invited towers, buildings, homes, structures everywhere to shine and put up lights and enjoy. And then, of course, uh, the LHM Charities is donating $257,000 to the sub for Santa, mm. funding the school districts Great. in need of help across the state. And as part of that, there will be a, a music a, a, a music uh, uh, performance yeah. so with the National Parks, who I love. Yeah, they're getting a lot of recognition right now. Uh, John Schmidt from the Piano Guys, who we yes. adore. Yes. Calvary Baptist Church Choir, which is phenomenal. The Choristers of the Madeline Choir School, which everyone always, that's a Christmas staple. Of course it is. Kurt Bester, yeah, obviously. Talk about a Christmas staple. Matt and Savannah and Thurl Bailey. Yes. All these free Christmas concerts for info. Go to driventocelebrate.com. It's all to try and raise some food for the food bank. And I will be performing with Thurl on that as well. Oh, you will? Yes. When is that one? Do you know? I don't. Okay. I do not know. Um, you I'm just sh- are always ready for a phone call. Well, yes. We're, it's it's going to be pre-recorded. Okay. Okay. So gotcha. well, uh, it has to. Yeah. Yeah. It has we to. We can't be. have big gra- groups no. of, groups of people gathering. No. And we are pre-recording this uh, tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Later to, later this evening. And uh, do you know what the set list will include, or is that uh, classified? Well, I can say I do know. Well, you know, but I you do can't know. Reveal um, what they are. We're playing two songs. Okay. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And they they will be Christmas songs. Are you just there with Thurl, or are you going to see the National Parks and John Schmidt and Kurt Uh, Bester? No, everyone everyone is coming in at a designated time. We have designated time slots. That's why I say tonight, because ours is pretty late. Yeah, so you're not all gathering together No, we we cannot all be together. Um, It's going to be very limited. Everyone is wearing masks unless you're on stage, and uh, it's very limited people inside. Well, uh, if you ever do meet the National Parks, tell them how much I love them. I will tell them. They're very, very, very talented and very underrated. And they need to get... They're getting bigger, but they need to be even bigger. Arches is my favorite. No, not... No, that's not funny. Oh, Zions? No. That's Bryce Canyon. Oh, of course. Of course. The Redwoods? Uh, No. Oh, sorry. Only here in Utah. The other national parks don't really count. Yosemite? Uh, Goblin Valley? What do I need about El Capitan that I don't have at Francis Peak or Kings Peak? Look, it's just a big flat (laughs) wall. Uh, Well, we've done enough not movie talk. I know. We've just been rambling about everything, like, 
entertainment related. Let's squeeze in uh, some previews real quick of the new movies at Megaplex and other theaters around the Valley this week, starting with the one that spurred our poll question, which we'll get to in segment two, the Godfather Coda, the death of Michael Corleone. This is a drama starring, of course, Al Pacino, Diane Keaton, Andy Garcia, celebrating the 30th anniversary of The Godfather Part 3. Francis Ford Coppola brings a definitive new edit and restoration of the final film in The Godfather, Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone. Uh, the film's meticulously restored picture and sound under the supervision of Paramount Pictures includes a new beginning and ending, as well as changes to different scenes, shots, and music cues. The resulting project reflects author Mario Puzo and Coppola's original intentions of The Godfather Part 3 and delivers, in the words of Coppola himself, quote, a more appropriate conclusion to The Godfather and The Godfather Part 2, close quote. Look, I get that they did a new beginning and a new ending. I wish they could do a new middle as well. <laughs> There's different things in there. There is, but let's let's be honest. Godfather 3 is the worst of the three. And that's why they had to do this. I know. So it'll be better. I know, but let's... <sighs> and I want to see it. Godfather 1 and 2 are brilliant. I prefer 1. I didn't yes, care for 2 all that much. Right, but. exactly. But uh, 3, they gave him diabetes. <laughs> Stop <laughs> You know, uh, it was, there you go. It was kind of a movie over. It's kind of lame. Roll credits It's like uh, war of the worlds. They all get a cold in the movie ends. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, it except I'm sure uh, Al Pacino can throw a ball better. It spawned, it spawned, it spawned uh, my poll question for this week. Okay. What's your poll question? Get on Twitter at Austin Horton at Johnny Lightfoot one at zone sports net. What is the quote unquote coolest movie ever made? Ooh. Cause the Godfather is up there. Now, Now, when you say coolest, do you mean like Joe Cool or do you mean like temperature? I mean whatever it means to you. Whatever it means. So I could say like frozen and that would still be- Ha 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 ha, right? dad joke. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's been a few dad jokes already. Hashtag reply, not funny. But, but uh, that's fine. That's what the poll question is about. Okay. All answers are welcome, but they're also all welcome to be mocked. What are you going with? <laughs> I'm not telling you. We're in segment one still. Oh. But The Godfather's up there. I'm trying to jump ahead, aren't I? Uh, real quick, though, because we are almost out of time for this segment. Tell us about Half Brothers. Is that the one with uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley? No. Tell us about that one. <laughs> oh, that's that's Step Brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Half Brothers. I know. You always give me the ones that are hard to pronounce everybody's names. You <laughs> notice that? It's a PG-13 comedy drama starring Luis Gerardo Mendez. That's good. Jose Zunga? Zuniga. Zuniga and Connor Del Rio. Perfect. Renato, a Mexican aviation executive, is shocked to learn he has an American half-brother he never knew about. The free-spirited Asher. Okay. <laughs> you have to be careful with that name. Yeah, you do. Yeah. They are forced on a road trip together, tracing the path their father took them from Mexico to the U.S., this sounds funny. This could be really funny. It could be, I mean, I think Road Trip, you know, yeah. kind of movie. And, and, and Road Trip movies are always or, hilarious Or to a me. Due Date yeah. with Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr. This, this could be a lot of fun. Next is All My Life, rated PG-13, a drama romance starring Jessica Roth, Harry Shum Jr., and Mariel Scott. Based on a true story, a couple's wedding plans are thrown off course when the groom is diagnosed with liver cancer. This is not for me. But there's going to be people that like this one. It's kind of like the fault in our stars. 
Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a tearjerker. Based on a true story. Wow. This next one, though, is right up your alley. Oh, yeah. The Prom. Yes. Rated PG-13. Comedy, drama, musical! (laughs) (laughs) Starring Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, Keegan-Michael Kay, James Corden, and Kerry Washington. I like one, two of those actors. Which ones? Keegan-Michael Key and Kerry Washington. You don't like Meryl Streep? Nope. Most overrated actress ever. You don't like Nicole? Nope. Okay. And James Corden's not an actor. He's a host. (laughs) That's true. He can sing, though. But tell us about this movie, because it sounds funny. A troop of hilarious, self-obsessed theater stars swarm into a small, conservative Indiana town in support of a high school girl who wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. I love this premise so much. Yes, I think it's awesome. Hilarity and lessons for life will ensue, I'm sure. Oh, you think? Uh, Dear Santa documentary for the family. It shines a light on the 100-year-old Operation Santa program of the United States Postal Service. For uh, everyone's uh, purposes here on the show, I'm not going to read the whole description, but mom and dad and older kids, this is a documentary that I think you'd really, really enjoy watching. Documentary about Santa. Well, what happens to your letters that you send to Santa through the postal service? They go to Santa. Well, Santa's address is secret. How do they get it to him? The post office. This this explains how they know. They knows. Uh, And then The Illegal, starring Suraj Sharma. Shweta Tripathi. I'm glad you took those. Uh, a gritty, realistic story about a young film school student from middle class India. Shocker with mm. those names. Who's forced to drop out to support his family while staying in the U.S. as an undocumented worker. This is a PG-13 drama. And honestly, Johnny, it looks terrific. It I looks not, really good. I've not seen this trailer yet, but uh, it, what you just described sounds great. The name is The Illegal, and it looks great. Well, I'm going to skip ahead here. Okay. Die Hard, the ultimate Christmas movie. The classics returning at Megaplex yes. all month long. And this is awesome. Uh, our buddy Larry wrote this himself. Okay. John McClane returns to the big screen in the Christmas classic that warms your heart faster than a rooftop explosion. <laughs> yippee ki Ooh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he did write that. And he did great. That's yeah, a wonderful description. That's very good. And of course, who doesn't love Die Hard? Both Die Hard 1 and 2 are Christmas movies. yippee ki mother father. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Wow! What? I've just I, my dad and my mom and I we uh, enjoy the hey, westerns. And it's it's we're awesome. Cow, we're a cowboy family. It's awesome. I almost Kaye, mother father. I almost reach for the dump button and here. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we'll get your uh, responses and participation here on the show on Twitter at Austin Horton at Johnny Lightfoot one at Zone Sports Net. What is the quote unquote? coolest movie Mm. ever made your response is next in segment three we'll get back into the archives and give you some little known facts and factoids about what i think is the greatest christmas movie ever made hands down and it's in my top 10 movies of all time predator no oh it's a tease but don't go anywhere don't don't take any vacation we'll be right back here Mm. on the movie zone see what i did there. i saw what you did there You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life Welcome back everybody to the Movie Zone and Austin, how about this song? Everybody dance now. It's an awesome song. (laughs) Is it not an awesome song? It is the ultimate 
Uh, it's a feel-good song, and it's kind of like a stick-it-to-the-man song at the same time. Oh, isn't it? It so is. And, and it, but it's not a... It's one you can play with grandma and the kids in the room, but still, you're really delivering a message without delivering the message. Yeah, it's what Rage Against the Machine would be if they were... Dolly Parton. Okay. And I assume that this week's lesson in music history is Dolly Parton? It is. Dolly Parton, the queen of country. The queen of country? The queen of country. You're not putting Reba in there? No way. You're not looking at Patty Klein? They are all great, but Dolly, Dolly hands down. Okay. And I'm about to tell you why. All right. So... Dolly Parton began performing as a child, singing like local radio and television programs in East Tennessee. And by the age of 10, 10, Austin, 10, she was already performing on the Cass Walker show. Uh, they did some radio as well. And that was also in Knoxville. By age 13, she was recording the song Puppy Love. Wow. That that's, was a, that's a young start to a career. Right. And let's see, she appeared, of course, on the Grand Old Opry, and that's where she first met Johnny Cash, who encouraged her to follow her own instincts regarding her career. So, and that's exactly what she did. Let's just, uh, let's just give a little bit here on her. Okay. Dolly Parton is one of the most honored female country performers of all time. The Record Industry Association of America has certified 20 Five of her single or al- album releases as gold, platinum, or multi-platinum records. Wow. She's had 26 songs reach number one wow. on Billboard. And that is a record for a female artist. That's incredible. She has a 42-career top 10 country albums, a record for any artist, hmm. and 110 career-charted songs over the past 40 years. Wow. Between 1974 and 1980, Dolly had a series of country hits with eight singles reaching number one just in between 74 and 80. Her influence on pop culture is reflected by many performers covering her songs, including Olivia Newton-John, Emmy Lou Harris, and Linda Ronstadt. Okay. She has uh, covered songs most recently by Bon Jovi. She has a great version of Lay Your Hands on Me. Remember that Bon Jovi song? Yeah, of course. She, yeah. she did that. But let's get into some fun facts that you might not have known. We all know the, the history of movies and great songs, but she writes songs for tons of artists. She is a full-on songwriter, sells them. But when she was born, she came up from a very poor family. Yeah. They lived, uh, they lived in like a one-room cabin with no electricity and no indoor plumbing. And when Dolly Parton was born, her father did not have the money to pay the doctor who delivered her, so he paid the doctor with a bag of oatmeal. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. This one I kind of love. She once entered a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Just for the hay? Yeah. And lost. (laughs) She lost. Did they know it was her? No. They did not know it was her. (laughs) Uh, I mean, who, who could look more Dolly Parton than Dolly, right? That would be a great story. Uh, that is a great story. It's a good thing she lost. Otherwise, it's kind of like a ho-hum story. So it was on Halloween contest on Santa Monica Boulevard, and all the guys were dressed up like her. <laughs> she said over. She said she over-exaggerated her look a little and walked up on stage, but unfortunately didn't even come close to winning. <laughs> That's so funny. How far is how funny is that? And then you know her big hit Jolene. Yeah, that was written about a banker. It's not about Lady Gaga? Nope. Oh. (laughs) So uh, 
Dolly actually wrote the song about a red-headed bank teller. She said the bank teller was showing interest in her husband, and he loved going to the bank because the teller paid so much attention to him. It became a running joke between the couple, and Dolly would always tease him. You're spending a lot of time at the bank. I don't believe we've got that kind of money. <laughs> well, uh, they made a movie called Jolene. I know. In 2008, rated R starring, uh, not Brandy Chastain, the soccer player. Sorry, Jessica Chastain. Jessica, yeah. And it's, it's about that song. Well, if you want to hear the coolest version ever of Jolene, search Jolene Slowed Down, and it's, it's, it's the song's literally slowed down and the voice and everything slowed down but the groove behind it is insanely cool maybe we'll rejoin with that maybe we should so there you go this week in music history dolly parton yes i think we can all agree now the queen of country how can you deny that plus a movie career i mean man she's she's like a triple threat and she she plays instruments too she's and by all accounts that i've seen in through the years she's a very charitable giving nice person she She's very nice. She's, She's never lost caring. her humble roots. No, no. Yeah. She, she grew up with literally nothing. And she has, she may be, you know, she has this persona that yes. that is kind of a stereotype. Sure. But it doesn't mean that what's inside isn't a golden heart. Well, you know, and this will be the last thing we'll get on, but you know she took her look after a, a, a prostitute? Okay. We probably should have just gone on. <laughs> She did. Well, she was in that movie, The Best Little House in Texas. So what she did is she saw this girl walking around her town, and she didn't know what it was. She didn't know who she was or what she did. And uh, she said, she's a pretty lady. (laughs) I want to look like her. And just the the youth, the innocence of youth. Innocence of youth. And then she stuck with it. Yeah. That's, that's. She's great, though. You, You are right. She's kind. She's giving. She loves music. And she's a hell of a musician. Well, speaking of hell of musician, Johnny, tell us our poll question of the week. That was a compliment to you. What is the coolest movie ever? Coolest movie ever. And you can take coolest however you'd like. Hop on Twitter at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot One, at Zone Sports Net. This, of course, spawned from the uh, remake, retooling of The Godfather 3 being released this week in theaters. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they fixed it. But The Godfather, it's a cool movie. I mean, they changed the intro, they changed the outro, it's just the middle. Uh, my answer, by the way, for cool movie, Saving yes. Private Ryan. That's a cool movie. Yeah, it's a really, really <laughs> cool movie. And not like, and there's others like Top Gun, and you can go wear it whichever way you want with cool. But uh, Saving Private Ryan is cool, and it's realistic, which, which really opens your eyes and teaches you something, I'm which gonna, is also cool. I'm going to go old school on you here. Okay. I think... When we talk cool, I'm not going to specifically say a certain movie, even though I'm going to say Bullet, but uh, <laughs> I am going to go with Steve McQueen. Anything Steve McQueen? Steve McQueen was the king of cool. Yeah. What's he was He was cool. The Great Escape? The Great Escape. Oh, that's a great movie. Bullet. Um, Bullet's fantastic. Oh, the car chase in Bullet alone yep. is worth it. All right. Uh, here's some other answers from our listeners. Ben says, Kung Fury. I've never seen Kung Fury. Wait, wait, wait. It's coming back. Kung Fury, not Kung Fu Panda. No. Kung Fury. I did like that, though. Chris says uh, he has a good feeling about Top Gun Maverick, if we ever get to see it. Really? I I have a good feeling. He's joking. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I have a feeling it'll be a fun movie. I don't Mm. know if it'll be a good movie. But to date, he says Ocean's Eleven, Mm. the remake, the more modern one he's he's got. Right, right, with uh, Matt Damon. Uh, BYU Freak says, my cousin Vinny. (laughs) <laughs> the two youths. <laughs> Lenora says, Die Hard. 
Yes. Catch that in Megaplex this week. Man. John Colton agrees with you and says Bullet. Yeah. Chris Thomas goes with Braveheart. That's a cool movie. That's a great movie. Uh, Fight Club from Jace Shepard. I'm like the one person on earth that doesn't like Fight Club. You know, I liked Fight Club like the first couple times I saw it, and then it's just kind of like... It's it's like the sixth sense, you know. Once you know the ending, yeah, it's like eh. uh, Robert goes with Braveheart and Forrest Gump. Wow. Rick says Man on Fire. Dan Freakenzel is yeah. what he puts here. Denzel. Man on Fire is a really good movie. Training Day is oh. good. John Q. Oh. Denzel uh, just ended with Denzel. Remember the Titans? Anything he's been in, he's great. Would you put him up there with Tom Hanks? He is. I think Tom Hanks and Denzel are my favorite actors of yeah, all the time. Absolutely. Uh, Miguel says Ocean's Eleven. Tyler says Die Hard, then Rush Hour. Die Hard. See, what I loved, Bruce Willis had such a great action career until Jason Statham started balding. <laughs> hey, hey, you take it easy. <laughs> They're both beautiful men. Uh, Just Get the Rebound says Cool Runnings. See what he did there? Yeah. But yeah. it is also a good, a cool movie. Yeah. William Ferris also said Cool Runnings. Bark Ruffalo. Wow, I like that name. Says Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I love that movie. That is like the bass player's movie right there. <laughs> that, that's really Yes. Good. If there's ever a movie about a bass player, that is it besides Sid and Nancy. Tom, what's Sid and Nancy? About the Sex Pistols, uh, Sid Vicious. Oh, okay, okay. Tom Carter says Rebel Without a Cause, old James Dean wow. flick. Yeah. That's a cool movie. James Dean, ooh, he's right up there with uh, McQueen, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that one iconic photograph of james dean it's from rebel without a cause isn't yeah, no, it? you're right yeah. but it, it really sells the, the red jacket yeah. he's smoking he's, the cigarette yeah, yeah yeah uh lanny says <laughs> oh it's a uh, point break which one it's the original okay with keanu reeves johnny give me two utah Vi- give me two he's got the gif here that says via con dios <laughs> <laughs> uh brig goes with pulp fiction Ooh. Jason says Cool Runnings and Travis said, this is what I was going to say. That's four people without an original joke. Okay. A lot of dads here. Uh, Gary says The Bourne Ultimatum. Didn't like The Bourne movies. You didn't? They gave me headaches. You can't, nothing's in focus. Just a bunch of running around. It's fast action, fast camera work, but I love all the Bourne movies. Jeff says, how about the raddest movie ever made? The movie Rad. About BMX biking. Oh, wow. We're going back to the 80s. Throwback. And then finally, Hey, It's Me 1225 says Ocean's Eleven, but the original because the Rat Pack just oozes cool. They do. That that they do. They do. Not bad for gangsters. Uh, So check out uh, The Godfather 3, Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone, the remake, the reshoot, the retooled. This week in theaters. Hopefully re-edited and re-scripted. If you didn't get in on the show, you can still uh, send your tweets in. What is the quote-unquote coolest movie ever made? We'd love to hear from you. Coming up next. Oh, sorry. I can't believe someone didn't say Star Wars. Han Solo was pretty cool. All of the Star Wars movies. Indiana Jones was cool. Even the bad Star Wars movies are still cool. The bad? Are you talking about the prequels? Yes. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, but they're still cool. Except for the guys who played them. Hayden Christensen and uh, the other kid that's in jail. First Annie. Oh, is he in jail? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What happened? <laughs> can only imagine. A child star. He uh, he got a lot of flack for the way he portrayed Anakin Skywalker as the little kid, and I think it may have sent him into some depression. Was he Jake Austin? Yeah. Was that his name? No. 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 That's the guy from Owen? Wizards Jake Owen? of Waverly Place. Jake Owen? No, that's a country singer. That's right. Who played? Who played? Oh, never mind. It's- <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
who played Anakin? Uh, Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Of course. Jake Scott, Lloyd Cole, mash them together, you have a criminal. <laughs> Doesn't make that, it's not that hard to, to Perfect. figure out. All right, coming up next, we'll dive into the archives and we'll uh, get you something real nice. Go down that holiday road. <laughs> right here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Final segment this week, starting December right here on the Movie Zone. Uh, this week in music history was brought to you by Dolly Parton. The Queen of Country. We mentioned this song, Jolene. Yeah. And you mentioned this version, the yeah. slowed down version. It's, it's really groovy, man. So make sure you check it out in its entirety when you have a few moments. But... We're uh, almost out of time this week, and we need to give the proper amount of time yeah. to not only one of the, the greatest Christmas movie ever, but honestly one of my top ten movies Are you kidding? of Absolute, all time ever. Absolutely top ten. From the Archives today is featuring National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 1989. Can you believe that? You know, I did not see this movie until I was in college. Really? You so were about, missing out. About about eleven or twelve years ago is when I first saw this movie. Wow. And it changed everything. I oh. it's it's a perfect movie. It's you are absolutely right. Give us some facts and factoids about it. 1989's Christmas Vacation, written by Seems to be our favorite go-to, John Hughes. Love that guy. Starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Juliet Lewis. Johnny uh, Galecki? Galecki, yeah. Galecki from of course you know him as uh, the Big Bang uh, Leonard. From Leonard, the Big Bang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Randy Quaid, Doris Roberts, the list goes on and on for this movie. Had a budget of $27 million and grossed worldwide of $72.9 million. In wow. the 80s. Wow. That is huge. Rotten Tomatoes, man, critics suck. They gave it only 68%. Wow. The fans give it a big 86, and I think that's too low. That is too That's 10% too low. This is... The ultimate movie. Now, unlike all the other vacation movies, the Griswolds don't travel in this. Nope. The only time they travel is at the very opening of the movie when they're going to get a Christmas tree. Other than that, (laughs) they they are home. They're traveling on Holiday Road. Now, let me point something out here that you didn't know, speaking of that opening scene. That old Dodge pickup, you know, that kind of gets up and, and uh, what, what's the word? Uh, tailgates. Tailgates him. Yeah. Thank you. That is the same truck used in another one of our favorite movies, Austin. Planes, trains, and automobiles? Overboard. Oh, oh is that the truck he drives? That's the truck that Kurt Russell's work truck was used for in Overdrove, <laughs> in Overboard in 1987. And it was also in a movie called They Live in 1988. Wow, what, a, what a career for truck. that truck. <laughs> right? And uh, of course, as every vacation movie goes... The kids, Rusty and Audrey, are always played by different people. Right. In fact, Europe- European Vacation had local Utah Jason Lively in it, who, if you don't know who that is, that's Blake Lively's brother, and Ryan Reynolds, that's Deadpool's brother-in-law. <laughs> we need to get him on the show. I wonder if he's still here local. He is. is he's, he? he's up in Heber. Okay. And, uh, Come yeah. on, Jake. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get, on, get him. Get 855 Jason. Jason. Yes, get him on here. So, uh, you remember the, the rant that Clark Griswold went on about his boss? Yeah, how could you not? So, most of that was ad-libbed. I thought so. However. Spider-lipped monkey brain. <laughs> it's somewhat true that it's ad-libbed. For flushing. 
Even even though the audience only saw the backs of the rest of Clark's family, on front of them, each one had a sign around their neck that had a word on their on it that he would make sure that he had to use that he would go off on a rant. Wow. So each character had a sign and he had to use that to describe the adjectives about his boss. Wow, that's pretty special. Isn't that's that crazy? Pretty good. Do you know who plays his boss? Yes, uh, Mr. Shirley was, uh, oh, what was his name? Brian Doyle Murray. Who was in Wayne's World. Groundhog's Day. Yes. Uh, he was in uh, the, the Middle, the TV show. He is the real-life brother of Bill Murray. No way. Brian Doyle Murray is Bill Murray's Now that you brother. say it, I can see that. It, if wow. you ever shave his mustache off, they look very similar. Yeah. Well, only true... Uh, only two Christmas-themed movies came out in 1989, uh, 1989's Prancer and, of course, this one. And no one cares for Prancer. Both of these films <laughs> starred Johnny Gal- Galecki. Galecki. That guy. Johnny Galecki. Yeah. Bo- he was in both of them. Also, this movie has four Saturday Night alum from 1975. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yes. Brian she Doyle plays, Murray. She plays Margot. Brian yep. Doyle Murray. Yeah. Randy Quaid and Chevy Chase. Uh, did Chevy Chase and Randy Quaid get along? Do they like each other? Because there's a long mm. rumor that no one gets along with Chevy Chase. That Oh, yeah, definitely Bill Murray. And Lorne Michaels Oh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Bill Murray and Chevy Chase are, are do not like each other. In fact, they were in the movie Caddyshack together yep. in one scene, and it was painful for both of them to be in that <laughs> yes, scene. They hate each other's guts, yeah. Well, just, just a, a couple more things on here. Uh, Remember Louise and Bethany, the grandparents? Yeah. Louise and Bethany were based on George Burns and Gracie Allen. And it was hoped that uh, George Burns would have played Louis. You mean Louis, not Louise. Louis, I'm sorry, Louis. Yes, Louis. Instead, he was played by William Hicks. Louis Louis and Bethany were based on George Burns and Gracie Allen. It was hoped that George Burns would play Louis. And he did not. He did not, sadly. William Hicks did, and I actually prefer him over... George Burns. Yeah. But I see the person, that whole say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. That is definitely George Burns and Gracie. Yes. Uh, And so uh, I see where they're going with that. But William Hicks, he was great. Now, uh, the guy who did play Lewis, he was uh, the voice of the doctor in Nightmare Before Christmas. He was indeed. And the father in Mouse Hunt. Yes. That leaves the house to the to Nathan Lane and his brother. I love that movie, yeah. too. Um, one, two more things. Lindsay Buckingham, who did Holiday Road, was offered the opportunity to write the theme for this movie as well, but declined because he did not want to be known as a soundtrack musician, which, stupid, that's where the money is. So he wanted to be known as a poor musician. He wanted to be known as just a guy from Fleetwood Mac. Uh, so he's not that poor. He should have just gone right. with the soundtrack musician. And finally, and I showed this to you and you didn't believe me, yes, there is a Christmas vacation too. But kind of. It's called Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure in 2003, starring Randy Quaid as Cousin Eddie Johnson. However, this movie went straight to the dollar bin. And then to the garbage bin. And then to the garbage bin, yeah. But you own a copy. I do. And you're going to watch it with me. I'm not. I No. Uh-uh. Not a chance. Yeah. I will I will watch the mafia murder someone before I see this movie. Well, that's what The Godfather's about. <laughs> that's, and I, I, look, I won't narc. I'm, I'm, not, I'm no rat. Don't narc, no. I'm no dirty rat. No. Uh, all right, well, Christmas Vacation, 
the best Christmas movie, hands down. It's something you will watch every single year. I watch every single year, and I watch throughout the year. Yes, absolutely. And, and to prove how good it is, if you just turn on AMC, you're bound to watch it. <laughs> it's going to be on like every hour. We have it on the DVR. Yeah. We have it as a YouTube purchase. We yeah. have it as an Amazon purchase. We have a DVD copy of it. It's on my digital on my phone. Yep, me too. It's impossible to not like this movie. And I feel like him every year when I'm decorating the house. <laughs> every year. <laughs> Gotta check every bulb. Well, something had to break the window. <laughs> I, I wish one last thing. You know how the, the male version of Karen these days is Todd? Yeah. I wish that the female version was Margot. Instead of Karen. <laughs> yeah, she was great. In because this, she? I don't know Margot. Well, something had to break the window. Something had to ruin the stereo, Todd. Hey, Grizzle, where are you going to put a tree that big? And then we'll yeah, let we'll your see. imaginations fill in the rest. <laughs> uh, I wasn't talking to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up next uh, next week, we'll have another uh, movie showdown on Sunday night. So stay tuned to Twitter for that. The poll question of the week, I think we're going to go with... What's a Christmas movie that you can watch all year round? Man, there, I, I have actually a pretty long list of that. And uh, we'll get more uh, merriment and fun as our December versions of the movie's own roll along. Predators on that list? <laughs> no, it, it, it ain't. Oh, okay. He's Johnny Lightfoot. Uh, I'm Austin Horton. Stay well and be safe. Have a happy holiday season. We'll talk to you in one week's time as the, the Christmas uh, day rolls closer right here on the Movie Zone.